Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. That gets you bored as we discuss Andy, Howie, who deserves the most credit for what this franchise has been the last 20 years, and the top five quarterbacks of all time. I got Brady, Montana, Manning, Mahomes, and Steve Young. We'll get back to all that coming up. But right now, we go out to the guest line, Elliot Shore Parks, who's all set for a trip to Arizona. Elliot, how you doing tonight? Excited to get to Arizona, man. And you're going to be there next week. It's going to be a, uh, a true football guy week next week in uh, Phoenix. I would say it's the biggest football guy week of the year, yes. It's going yeah, to be exciting out there. Elliot, before we get to the game and the matchup, I, I, did, I think I heard you, maybe, I forget when it was, but maybe it was during the pregame show, but you were somehow having to buy some new clothes, like some new attire yeah. for Phoenix. Have you done it? So sadly, I have not yet. I did get my hair cut today, so okay. we got we got that done with. Unfortunately, the game being so far away, I don't have anyone to cut it in Phoenix. I had to do it today. Uh, still deciding what suit I'm going to wear, but yes, I will be getting hopefully you know five or six new uh, outfits for next week. Got to look nice, you know. It's going to be Radio Row. It's the Super Bowl, so excited to get that done. So let me ask you this: So I, I know you're a uh, you're someone who who looks nice when you go to the game, right? You wear a suit. Thank but, you, like, yeah. yeah, the the other parts of, of the Super Bowl experience, like Radio Row, Media Night, um, if you happen to attend any of the parties out there, like, what, what are we talking <laughs> about? More suits or just some nicer clothes? Well, Joe, if you just want advice on what you should wear next week, you can just come out and say it. You know, you don't, you don't have to well, No, I'm, I'm just like I'm it. just wondering <laughs> how you're going to dress, and then I could go off right. of that. That's all, yeah. Right. So, so I would say dress the part of how you want to look. I mean, at Radio Row, you know, I would say it's a little more casual. Uh the media availability, people dress up for sure. The party, so this will be, I think, my fourth Super Bowl that I've covered. For the first two, I did try to go to those parties, you know, like the big ones where all the celebrities go to. And you just, you know, you always feel underdressed there, I guess. It was it was a humbling experience to get into a, a party like that. But uh, I won't be trying this week. This is a, a work week this time. All right. It is, it is a, it's a business trip for Elliot and for the Eagles and for all of us. All right, Elliot, let's get to this. Let me ask you the question that we were, we were debating earlier, where, where you lie on this. So I would say, for the most part, until now, if you say, like, if you had to pick out one person uh, within the football part of things, whether it's coaching, yeah. player, front office, the last 20 years, that is the biggest reason why the Eagles have become such a good franchise. I think Andy Reid would have been the answer for most people. He established the culture, the foundation, left Doug behind, Foles, all that. Um, I think Howie's surpassed him now because he's done all this this year without, you know, mostly Andy people. I know there's a few players left over, but I, I think Howie taking two different teams to Super Bowls He's gone over Reed for me in terms of credit for the last 20 years and what this franchise is. Where do you lie on that? Yeah, so so I understand the people who who say Andy. I do, right? Because living in, you know, going through those early 2000 teams, uh, I think he set the foundation in some ways for this franchise. He was uh, the first coach that was really successful under Jeffrey Lurie. So there's an argument for Andy. But I think if you just drop somebody down and, and explain the, franchi- the history of the Eagles franchise, right, and they knew nothing about it, it would be pretty simple. The guy that constructed one Super Bowl team, the guy that's overseen probably probably the best stretch in Eagles history, and then a guy that might have another ring in two weeks, yeah, that's the most important guy. I mean, what Andy Reid did was awesome, right? I mean, the, you know, those early 2000 Eagles were, were amazing to watch. They were extremely successful. They didn't win the Super Bowl, and unfortunately that, that has to factor into this. So when eventually Howie has two rings to, to none for Andy – I don't even think it's close, but even now, I, I think that uh, 
even with one to nothing, I still think you would put Howie ahead of him. Elliot, as we look forward to the game itself and where the Eagles are at, are, are you surprised at the um, the betting line out there and, and the way this thing has flipped around? I mean, the Eagles are they're the favorite. I mean, they're the favorite over yeah. an all-time great quarterback. And, and you go through the history of the Super Bowl, that doesn't happen very often where – you know, guys that are obviously all-timers like Mahomes already has become, they're not usually underdogs in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I was looking it up today. Mahomes has never been an underdog in the playoffs. So this is this is a new new territory for him. And, you know, as great as Jalen has been this year, and I certainly think Nick deserves coach of the year uh, consideration, I think he probably should have been a finalist, you can make the argument that Chiefs have the better quarterback-head coach duo heading into this game. So for them to – for the Eagles, I should say, to be a favorite – it is somewhat surprising, but, you know, they've earned it as well, right? I mean, they, they were dominant in their two playoff games. They've been dominant in the majority of games that they've played this year. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I am surprised to a certain degree of their favorites, but we'll also see how this plays out. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if by the time kickoff came if it was a pick em or if the Chiefs, if the Chiefs you know, creep ahead by one point. But, but it did surprise me when the initial line came out. Elliot, any concern over the offense after Sunday? Um, not, I, and I do think the context is necessary. The Niners were one of the top two or three defenses in the league all year. I mean, that's a great defense. Uh, right. And the game was kind of weird in that I think the Eagles realized pretty early they didn't have to take any chances. As long as they didn't turn it over, they weren't going to lose. But that being said, the offense had one of their worst days of the year moving the ball. It was just a slog for a lot of that game. Any concern about the offense and Jalen Hurts heading into the Super Bowl? So my concern wouldn't be off of that game. I and mean, if you think about these playoffs so far, the Eagles basically haven't had to play in the second half of both games. And even with as good as the 49ers defense is, they still put up 21 points in the first half. So it wasn't, you know, like they were up seven to nothing and turned it off. I mean, they were, they were on pace for 42 points against that, that 49ers defense. So I didn't, I didn't have any concerns really about the offense coming out of that game. I think Jalen did what he had to do which is be smart with the ball and kill time in the second half, and they did that very well. Now, my concern with offense would be it's been a while now until they've put together like a real dominating you know, first quarter to the end of the game offensive performance, right? You think about that stretch, Tennessee, uh, the Giants, and Packers, that was probably the last time we've seen them really kind of click on all cylinders for four, for four quarters. And going against this Kansas City Chiefs offense, they're going to have to do that. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about the game a little bit more and certainly a ton more before, before they actually kick off. But this Chiefs offense might be better than the Eagles offense. And there's not many teams you can say that about in the NFL. So if this is going to be a shootout, if it has to be another 41-33 to 33 type of win, do I have confidence that the offense can do that? I, I don't know. right? I, I mean, they haven't played well in, in a while. So I think that's the biggest question going into the game. Can they win a shootout against the Chiefs? Yeah, and they might need to against a quarterback that good. We're talking to Elliot Shore Parks here. Elliot, I saw you and James um, on, on a Go Birds episode. We're talking about the meaning of this one. If they do pull yeah. this off compared to 2017, and I, and I saw a clip of it and I was watching for a little bit, and my first thought going in before I, I listened to you guys was like, no way, right? Like nothing compares to the first one. But But when I think about it, I mean, I do think if they get this one, a second Super really legitimizes the whole franchise as as not just like it's a different realm. Like there's a couple, yeah. there's teams that have one, but if you have two or more, and you're always successful, like the Eagles will start being talked about with the other great franchise in the NFL. What do you think? Because I'm sure a lot of people just reflexively say 2017 is is more meaningful. Yeah, and you know, you get again that that's a fine answer, right? It was the first Super Bowl. It was an amazing run. The way they won it was one of the best Super Bowl games ever, right? 
But but I also think that in any sport, uh, right, and with any team, the the championships that are remembered the most, the ones that are talked about the most, the ones that people bring up and all that, those are the ones won by, by great players. Those are the ones that are won by the best in the history of the franchise. I mean, if Iverson would have won a title in 01, if McNabb would have won that title in 04, they would be viewed as, as a, you know, the favorite titles in the city's history to a certain degree just because those were iconic franchise great players. Nick Foles winning the Super Bowl in 2017 was an unbelievable run, and it was awesome to watch. But at the end of the day, Foles wasn't even the, the, you know, the starter next year, right? I mean, that team didn't really have – it had clearly some great players on it, but Foles is, is not like the best quarterback in franchise history. There is a chance that if Jalen Hurts wins this Super Bowl – it's not going to be many years. I mean, you've already written about it until he is the best quarterback in franchise history. So while 17 was, was, was an emotional Super Bowl and it was awesome, I think this one both validates it, but it also checks the biggest box for a great championship, which is it'll be won by one of the greatest players in franchise history. And so I think that could end up making it more special. Yeah, and it could be the one that it kind of pushes them forward with him to a, to a new amazing era of Eagles football. Um, Elliot, injury-wise, the only thing I guess that there's any worry about is Dickerson, but that sounds like yeah. it's not that bad? Yeah, uh, I mean, they, I think they're going to have all 22 started yet again. I mean, I think the longer Landon Dickerson is here, we're going to learn two things about him, which is one, he's a, he's a great guard, but two, he comes out of what it feels like almost every game for a snap or two with something that's bothering him. So, you know, the Eagles released a practice report today. I believe he was listed as limited or did not practice, uh, but it was a walkthrough, and the game's a while away. So I wouldn't worry about it. I think they're going to have all 22 starters uh, for the Super Bowl. How close are we to putting Hassan Reddick at the top, or near the top at least, of lists of the greatest Eagles free agent signings ever? I mean, you go back and you kind of look at some of the names. Runyon obviously was a great one. Troy Vincent. I mean, they've had some great ones, Malcolm. But I mean, yeah. man, this this year by Reddick is as good as any season we've ever seen a pass rusher have around here since since Reggie White. Well, and think about how much that's changed since the start of the season. When you think about how AJ Brown started the year, uh, you know, obviously he wasn't a free agent signing, but he was an acquisition mm-hmm. in the off season. The idea that Hassan could have passed him would have been crazy. But now you look at what he's done, and not just what he's done all year. But what he's done in the biggest games, I mean, if you look since December started, when, you know, the games really started to matter, he's been unbelievable. I think he has like 11 and a half sacks, three forced fumbles. Um, he, what is he up to now, like 18 and a half sacks in 20 games or something like that? I mean, I always thought one of the greatest stats in Eagles history is Reggie White having as many sacks as games played for this franchise. Hassan Reddick clearly hasn't done it as long, but he's almost doing it this year, right? So just in terms of the impact that he's made this year, it isn't just that he gets to the quarterback. It's that when he's there, he makes plays. He finishes the job. He knocks the ball out. And these other great pass rushers that people talk about, Micah Parsons, uh, you know, Nick Bosa, they, they did not have strong ends to the years. They did not make plays in the playoffs. Hassan Reddick has been an impact player for this team when they really needed him. And I just know in terms of my time covering the team and, you know, recent Eagles history, I can't think of an edge rusher that's had more of an impact than Hassan Reddick has. All right, Elliot, uh, let's end with this. Kenny Gainwell, the performance so far in the playoffs and, and his usage, if you had a guess, is this just more because they're up in these games and it's just the way the games have gone? Or are we seeing a little changing in the guard here? Like, is, is he and, and Miles closer to 1 and 1A than, than ever during the season? So I wouldn't call it a changing of the guard. I do think it has a little bit to do with the score and they, they want to get Miles out. I mean, Miles is wearing a knee brace at the end of the year. I think he's mostly healthy, but I think, you know, it's also something he's still somewhat dealing with. I think in close games, you know, if this Chiefs game, and I would be very, very surprised 
if the Eagles blew out the Chiefs. Um, I think you'll see Miles Sanders be the pretty clear-cut number one. Kenny Gainwell is going to touch the ball, but ultimately I, I still think Miles is, is their go-to back. So Kenny's been unbelievable. I mean, if you remember back at the trade deadline, we all thought the main need, or you know, most of us thought, was a top backup running back. And Kenny, you know, to his credit, in the playoffs when called upon, has been really good. But I still think Miles is the guy. Yeah, and, and he'll probably be in the Super Bowl. Elliot, I appreciate you hopping on. Have a safe flight, and I'll see you next week in Arizona. Yep, sounds, uh, sounds good. I can't wait. There yeah. he goes. Elliot Shore Parks joining us there. Next time I see him, we'll be out in Phoenix, Arizona, where he'll be wearing something nice. And... Um, I probably will just be wearing what I normally wear. You gonna be wearing shorts out there? Shorts feels a little aggressive for February. I mean, I understand I'm, I'm in Arizona, but I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't think I don't know if I've ever traveled um, to a place where the temperature is different than where I came from. Like, for example, I went. I've been to Hawaii, right? So I've been to, to a beautiful climate. But I went in July, so it's like it's it like, wasn't much different than what you were used to wearing. Right. I, I was wearing shorts on the plane. I was going to wear shorts when I got off. I've never had one of those drastic travel switches. And I guess this counts, right? It'll be seventy something when I get there, and it will be like I don't know twenty five when I leave or thirty when I leave. That's pretty drastic. I don't know. Shorts feels aggressive. I mean, is it unprofessional to wear shorts on Radio Row? I again, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it is. Have you ever seen how radio people dress? Yes, you I, have. I do. I see it on a daily basis, every single day. Remember that time around here where we um, we kind of the idea was no no more shorts and like dress nicer. That lasts for like a few weeks. Well, I don't know if you remember. After a few weeks, people stopped coming into the office except oh. for us, and we got to wear whatever we wanted for a while. That's right. It's a, yeah, we complain about the NBA coaches, but we did the, kind of the same thing. We never went back to, to dressing more professionally. All right, 215-592-9494. That's how you hop in. Good stuff from there from Elliot. Uh, a couple of things I want to dive into here. But if you just hopped in the car, uh, so he's with me on this. He's with Roseman um, as, as kind of jumping Andy Reid now as the more important figure Eagles history and really what they've become over the last two decades. You know, the Eagles were not a good franchise when Andy got here. And then, you know, Andy, and they added Howie in the front office with Joe Banner. And, and you go back the last two decades, the only team with more appearances in, a, in the conference championship game have been the New England Patriots, who obviously had the greatest quarterback of all time and the greatest coach of all time. And they, and they were great in the AFC. But no team other than the Patriots has more title game appearances last 20 years. And that's a testament to what the Eagles have become. But I now look at it as Roseman has surpassed Andy Reid in Eagles history for what he's done. He's taken two different teams to a Super Bowl. And now this one is without any quarterback Reid anything to do with, without any coach Reid anything to do with. Like this is this is more of the Howie Roseman Super Bowl than anything that, that Andy Reid had any handle on. I know, you know, Kelsey's still here and all that, but, you know, Roseman was the GM when they drafted J.C. Kelsey, too. Let's not pretend it's only Andy Reid. I now have Roseman ahead of Reid in Eagles history. 215-592-9494. And then we're discussing our top five quarterbacks of all time. And I went Brady, Man- uh, Montana, number two, Manning, Peyton, Obviously, we had a caller earlier who mentioned Eli. We think he meant Peyton. But I went Brady, Montana, Manning, Patrick Mahomes at number four. And at number five, I went Steve Young. And, you know, I had a couple people say to me, how could you put Patrick Mahomes in there already? I mean, I how could you not? I, I know it's only been five years, but I, I look at what Patrick Mahomes has accomplished in five years. It's better than most quarterbacks ever for their entire career. I mean, what he's done in five years in the NFL is unprecedented. And that actually makes... The fact that the Eagles are a favorite in this Super Bowl, even more impressive. I think it shows like they're 
their talent level, what they are right now, they're favored over a guy I believe is a top five quarterback in the history of the NFL. Like, just think about that for a second. I know he's young, but they're favored over a top five quarterback ever in the NFL, at least in my rankings and Tucker's. We both have Mahomes in the, in the top five. It, it kind of cements how good the odds makers and people think this Eagles team is. Like, they're favored over Reed and Mahomes. It's, that part really hasn't sunk in yet. Like, I, I've acknowledged they're really good. They're, they might be an all-time great team. But that part's still amazing to me. They're favored over Reed and Mahomes. Yeah, I just think it's fascinating in a league that pretty much has built success on head coaches and quarterbacks. The Eagles are doing it with their line play, right? I mean, I look at the Eagles' defensive line and how they've basically wrecked every game they've played the last four months. And I look at the offensive line, which I don't know if it's too crazy to say. It might be one of the greatest offensive lines ever assembled, at mm-hmm. least for one season. I mean, that's how they're winning games. And as I look at, you know the pass to victory for both teams, it comes down to that. Can the Chiefs break through the offensive line, and can they keep a hobbled Patrick Mahomes healthy? And I wonder if that's a big part of it, too, how much confidence they have in him being complete and total Patrick Mahomes come next Sunday. Well, and and I, I saw this earlier. Uh, you know, BetMGM has, every sports book has the odds up to win the MVP of the game. And, and I think not every book is, is the same on this. Some books have Jalen Hurts as the favorite to be the MVP. Some have Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I actually think it's it's kind of silly if you have Mahomes as the favorite over Hurts, despite the Eagles being the favorite to win the game. It's kind of weird because you would think the quarterback of the winning team is is the most likely uh, and, the, and the logical MVP uh, winner of the game. But whatever, that, that being aside. So I noticed one book, Tucker made the point about maybe some of this is Pat, they're a little worried about Patrick Mahomes' health heading into this game because – have we seen him move around since he ran on that final play? Like, he really went all out to win that game. The run where he got pushed. Then they kicked the field goal. And it's not like last week in the midst of the title game week, we saw him go to the podium, did a press conference. Have we seen Mahomes since the game? I don't think so. So we have no I idea. I say he was a full participant in today's practice. Did they practice? Whether or not that was an estimation, estimation or not, I don't know, but... They they clearly think he's kind of along the same lines he was a week ago, right? And and what he did, what he pulled off in the title game was impressive. But that being said, if you look at the odds, one sports book they they list everybody basically every big name is you could bet on them and have odds on them, and they even have the backup quarterbacks, which they I think they have to just put them in there. I mean, it, it's I guess it's worth a shot if you think the starter could just get out hurt in the first quarter because then you have a quarterback and a big number. But Chad Henney's odds to win the MVP are way different than Gardner Minshew's. It was like 66 to 1 versus 130 to 1, which is it's like double. So I think that might be part of it that there's still this fear that Mahomes is not healthy, which he's not, but that he have to come out of the game. Now, I don't think there's any chance Chad Henney's winning the Super Bowl MVP. But the fact that Gardner Minshew and Henney are not the same odds, that's kind of weird. Especially because Jalen Hurts is banged up too. Exactly. It's, it's almost as if they're telling us that th- there is a fear or a thought that maybe Mahomes w- would have to come out of this game at some point. Now, we just watched him, though, play the full AFC Championship game and move and run at the end to win. I tend to think these might be the two toughest quarterbacks in the league physically. I mean, Hurts, it's not hard to see that, the way he plays. Mahomes, though, hasn't he shown that in, in the postseason now? He played on the turf toe in the Super Bowl, and he, he didn't play his best, but he played – and now he's done this on the ankle? I mean, I, that's the one aspect of Mahomes I just don't think we talk about because he doesn't play. Like, his style isn't tough. Jalen Hurts' style is tough. You see it. I mean, you watch Jalen Hurts for five minutes, you're like, oh, he's a tough dude. Mahomes is tough. 
Yeah, he just doesn't run through contact, right? Like, he isn't a guy that runs through a brick wall. He isn't Ben Roethlisberger or Brett Favre or you can throw John Elway in that mix, too. He plays a different style of game, but he's there every Sunday. He's only missed, I think, four games in his career since he became a starter. Yeah, he, and he's remarkable. He plays through injury, plays hurt, and he plays well. I mean, that's like what he did in the past game here. That's the craziest part of it. Like, he played well through injury. I mean, he played a game that most quarterbacks would die for, and he did it through an injury. 215-592-9494. How would you rank the top five quarterbacks in NFL history? I go Tom Brady one. I can I, I just I can't believe there are actually Montana people still out there. I mean, I, I just can't believe it. Like Brady surpassed him by a mile. Brady one, Montana two, Peyton Manning three, Patrick Mahomes four. Yes, he's in that. He's there already. And I go Steve Young five. I put him over Unitas. I put him over Elway. I put him over Marino. Put him over Rogers. I go Steve Young at number five. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Your top five. How do you rank top five quarterbacks ever? Reed. Or Roseman, who's more important to the Eagles last 20 years? I'm going Roseman. Two Super Bowls trumps the one, and he's got the ring, and he might beat Reed for a second one. 215-592-9494. We'll come back, your phone calls. And how about this? The the 49ers actually gave the Eagles some bulletin board material, and it seemed to bother them. It seemed to work. Here what Darius Slay had to say about that. Coming up on Sports Radio 94 WIP. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Download FanDuel now. Use promo code Gilio so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. Yeah, I'll be on a touchdown score. How about Jalen Hurts to score an A-type touchdown in the Super Bowl, all on an app that's top-rated, it's safe, secure, and it is super easy to use. Best of all, you get paid your winnings instantly. I really like the FanDuel app. FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 94WIP. So join FanDuel today. Promo code G-I-G-L-I-O to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL.